normally we try to start off a little more uh upbeat but before we officially get started with today's podcast we will be remiss if we don't acknowledge the recent tragedies that's 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 taken place uh one in buffalo two weeks ago and as of this week the one that happened in texas The more I see this type of stuff happening, the more I get irritated. <laughs> but for those who don't know um, what I'm talking about, if you don't know about what, if you know about what happened in Buffalo, you you know what happened in that shopping center. But if you don't know what happened in Texas, uh, a 18 year old went into a elementary school. Well, first off, he shot his grandmother. And then he went into an elementary school and decided to target kids and people. So um, there was 19 children slaughtered. And two adults being the teachers. And obviously with this tragedy comes the ever so lopsided, divided discussion of gun control, gun, all this stuff. And I I try to. I try to. I know this is a wrestling podcast, and I try to stick to the topic. But some some things is far. Some discussions are far greater than wrestling, in my opinion. We'll get to it because that's what we're here for. But it would be ignorant of me to try to get people or try to ignore it or try to act like this doesn't exist because at one point this one thing we was dealing with was covid one thing we was dealing with was all this stuff black lives matter all this good all this this stuff going on and it's like i think when i was early when i heard the news i was more so irritated with myself not because of this happening I was more so irritated with myself because I was nonchalant with it. It was like, oh, another shooting. Okay. That's literally, and when I thought back, I said, did I, and it literally three seconds later, I said, did I just say, okay? That's not okay. We should not be numb to this senseless act. And then you got the media out here trying to humanize this fool, talking about he was bullied, he was poor, but the i can i can dispute the poor part because this man took taking pictures with, with iphone 13 nigga ain't poor and the bully part i understand nobody deserves to be bullied i don't care who you are i don't care how you don't deserve to be bullied but and as someone who growing up i didn't have everything i didn't have the lavish life that a lot of people uh 
were afforded to, and I wasn't able to, and mainly it was out of my control as a kid. But when you deal, what do you know? What I do when I deal with uh, with bullying, I was bullied. I play. I, I found an outlet. I went to a gym. I went. I went training. I went. I, I. I was. I went outside. I punched a tree at one point. I did everything to myself, but not once did I sit there and say, "I want to harm people." let alone kids, kids that can't even defend themselves, kids that can't even uh, fathom what's going on. I'm sitting here before we came on today. I was sitting, I was listening to CNN and they was doing, not CNN, I was listening to ET and they was talking about it. And you had the parents just breaking down you. And it's like, how can you look at this person? And, then, and you had one father that asked that, that, that question. How can you look at this girl? and say i'm going to shoot her how 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 can you do that so senselessly and then have and then do you have the media having the nerve to say hey let uh let's humanize him or hey let's not guns are not the problem like i don't care about your i don't care about your political views i don't care about your 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 stance on gun control something needs to be done we should not be numb to this situation you have any thoughts well first off um i really oh god i can't even first off i'm very overwhelmed um and i can't even when i tell you it took me a while to just process i was just like why like that's all i kept like asking like like why like what what brought you to just have a breaking point to the point where you unleash yourself onto innocent people. lives people lives children just children just just people just innocent people just period and like just human human beings period it's just like in some ways, I'm I'm not gonna lie about it. Like, like from my point of view, like one day, like I do want to have kids, but then it's just like, dang, like you can't even. It, I'm like, dang, it feels like you can't even take your own child to school no more. Like, without, you know, knowing in the back of your mind, like anything can happen today. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I pray and hope you come back home safely. But then it's like you just, it's like now you have this 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 horror in your head. And it's like, if it's just not going to go away. Because you know what can, what can go down in 24 hours. Like, I, I just, man, it, I, I honestly, like, it made me very upset, very angry. Because it's like, to me, it's like you're condoning it when you're not saying anything you're not speaking up you're not doing anything about it you're just letting it ride this this is not this is this is something that is not even supposed to take place at all and i feel like if if you're going to purchase a weapon I feel like just like how they do background checks on people for jobs, do background checks on people who are trying to get a gun. Do that. 
do a psych evaluation test. Do like yes, like it needs to be done because this is not th- this ain't enough. Like you just you, they you do just let it I, happen. Like this ain't this ain't enough. Y'all need to tighten up. When I got my gun, when I got my gun permit, they did a background check, but some part of me feels like they didn't do enough. enough. Because it's like not saying I am, but how do you know I'm not mentally unstable? Like exactly. I believe what well, their background check was probably, oh, does he is he have any crimes? Like you do know that people can get away with crimes if if they know the right people. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm friends and I'm associates with a lot of people from across the across the border, across the states, like Australia and all that stuff. And they say it's, it is the layers to try to even get a, a permit is intense. I believe they said it's like a four step process. Like you have you have to have a legit reason why you need a gun. You have to have an extensive background check. You have to have a mental evaluation. And I believe someone said that they even have to interview their neighbors and their parents before you even get considered of having a gun so it's a whole process like Mm -hmm. and i believe they have it some of them where you have to not i could be wrong but or they could be wrong because i don't live there but i believe it and i'm like i agree with that because i believe if you if you want to be intense like if if people because you always got people out here talking about oh guns aren't the problem guns aren't killing people people are, are killing people but i saw someone say well here's another caveat for you if people are killing people and not guns are killing people, who's holding the gun? Exactly. People. So why so why are you using that excuse? People and guns are the problem. The reason and it, you can tell a lot of people don't really listen to what they're saying. We're not saying get rid of guns altogether. If you just want your freedom to have a gun, we're saying make it less accessible for uh-huh. guns that are more lethal ar-14s ar however many ars or shotguns should not be as easy to get as a glock uh-huh. i'm sorry it, it it anything that is automatic where it can it can release a, a plethora of bullets should not be easily accessible as a regular glock or a um a, a, a revolving gun uh-huh. it should it should not and to be honest with you if if someone tells me right now say hey you have to get over your gun or go through a proper background check mental check i will gladly do uh, that. yep fine that's cool that's full that's cool with me because i'm i'm not and t- the this you this this humanization of the of the of the assailant or the maniac needs to stop with the media like we don't need to know their background the only thing i want to know a background is if, if there was enough bullets in his head when they dropped him i'm not humanizing the moment you pull a trigger on a on a person uh, yeah. let alone let a, child, a child i don't i don't sympathize mm-hmm. with you mm-hmm. the bullying excuse mm-hmm. crock of shit the poor excuse crock of shit because it costs nearly 2k if not more to get an ar mm-hmm. fool got two Plus other weapons. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. It's like, yeah, I could be angry sometimes, but you don't see me out here coming back and shooting up everybody, let alone mm-hmm. children. Lecrae put on social media, school shootings since 2019, according to most recent World Population Review. Uh, a lot I saw on this list, I saw one... It's like one... Two, two groups had one mass shooting within, since 2019... 
Brazil, France had two, Canada, two, Afghanistan, three, Pakistan, four, Nigeria, Italy, four, Indi India, five, South, Af South Africa, six, Mexico, eight, and the United States, 200, 288. Almost 300. And you know what's, what's the most irritating? Is the fact that in it's nearly 150 plus days in 2022 and there's been 212 plus shootings this year alone mm -hmm. but before we get angry out more than we well we already are all we can do is here at the Gresham Leach podcast as well as all of us around the world can just continue to send out our sincere thoughts with them and to be honest with you i feel like thoughts and prayers aren't enough anymore mm -hmm. something has to change mm -hmm. that's all i have to say that's all we have to say smashed you what I get no bitches. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, with jobs, without jobs, with baby mama problems, whatever the case may be, it is your purveyor of mischief, Gresh, bringing you once again another installment of the Gresh Unleashed podcast. And always joining me is the Queen of Rebels, Swell of the Bandit. Outside of what we talked about a few moments ago, how's your week been? My week has been good. I'm just going to get that out the way now. Um, A little hilarious, but fun fact, at the same time, I finally had got my driver's license permit like a couple weeks ago. So I like it. It's just I hate parallel parking. I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I can't. Sh I can't stress that out enough. I I can't stand doing it. Like I had to practice it so many times. I'm like, this is just, man, what idiot designed this? <laughs> Can I please stop? Like this is stressing me out. Like I can't deal. But it's not so bad as I thought it would be. But um, other than that, like I was like, you know, let me just go ahead and take the test. At least let me get my permit. Like at least get that out the way but i got that out the way got over the fear of it took the test passed it was full it was pretty cool um what else is happening this week uh the tribe chief's birthday was yesterday for those yeah. that y'all don't know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh and a funny fact um paul Hammond liked my little comment that i made yesterday i was like hold on what <laughs> if y'all didn't see it, it was on my Instagram story <sighs> yesterday. Such, I was so happy. I was she's like, what such a <laughs> she's such a fan girl. It is hilarious. And Lauren is... Hill's birthday is today, so yes, yeah, shout out to the Queen Lauren Hill. It is. <laughs> you are literally a fan girl. It is. It is hilarious. <laughs> it is hilarious to see you like girl. I know. I have my moments. <laughs> like girl, come on now. Come on. Don't be Sami Zayn up in here talking oh, about no. being a dick rider. I don't even want to talk about that individual. I'm just like, dude. Like, I know I have my days, but come on. 
Relax. <laughs> I was like, man, y'all just. I was like, come on, Sammy Zan, you do it way too much, sir. <laughs> but other than that, it's been a great week. Um, I got a chance to knock out 200 sit-ups, so I'm finally at the 200 mark, hoping to reach for 300, which is a good thing. It feels like you're dying, but it's perfect. <laughs> this is literally my first few days off because I'm I'm fresh off of working eight days in a row okay, at work. Okay, okay. Uh, you deal with clients oh, that yeah. that don't know what they want, <laughs> that don't know what they want to do. It's just so much going on to the point where you like, do I do this? Do I need really need to do this? Do I need this job? Yeah, I need. Oh, yeah, I need man. this job. Yeah, I need. Oh this yeah, job. and I have to be a bridesmaid Sunday, so that's gonna be. Beautiful. Everybody getting married except me. Thank God. Yeah, hello. <laughs> My cousin is getting married Sunday. So, ooh, praise Jesus. I, I don't need to get married. No. I'm if anybody, if I get, no, nah, it ain't that I ain't ready for it. But yo, if I get married, um, good luck. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> good luck. Because my, <laughs> my schedule is all over the place. But that's so, the thing. Like, that's why luck. I'm hoping when that happens, like, whoever our future spouse is they will already like come in with the right mindset they already know what they dealing with she got her thing i got, I my, got my thing right. like, that's and i can I and, it, and then my priority my priorities will always be in order but the moment we need to be together we'll be together but understand like hey if i'm at if i'm out at like four o'clock in the morning i ain't cheating on you i'm working <laughs> oh, thank you that's all. Like I just want us to have the same understanding. That's, That's all, all I need. That's all. But before we get off track, all as always, make sure, listen. Let's um, shout out our Patreon backers over on patreoncom digital for being a official sponsor for this podcast. They're the only sponsors we got, and we can afford because uh, we don't have enough of y'all listeners listening to us to get official sponsors. But we'll get there at some point. But in the meantime, I appreciate y'all for dropping or parting with your hard-earned money to support this little venture that we got going on because you don't really have to. It's there. I don't really go out of my way and beg for, for you to support. But if you are listening, whatever you listen to your on your podcast, I appreciate you guys for supporting said podcast and listening to me and my friends ramble about nonsense in real life and culture and, and all that good stuff. But we won't be here too long because uh, I'm not really trying to talk about all the WWE wrestling stuff that we talked about this week. Because let's be real, I don't remember jack shit about anything that happened on Raw, NXT. Like I remember the opening, like the six, the six man tag. Because it appears, and that's like a nice little yeah. segue. That's a nice yeah. little segue into our uh, to our main topic. Are they building up Matthew Riddle? Yeah, I said Riddle, like, Riddle, yeah, as the uh, potential challenger for the Tribal Chief, hey. Roman Reigns. Because the did you even get a chance to listen to this promo that he cut? Yes, I did a little bit. What you thought about it? Like, did you think, like, did you, from your point of view, like, I'm not talking about no full analytic breakdown. We, we, we don't do I that here. I just feel like he was I'm, firing. Yeah, I know. I just feel like he was firing shots. You know, he was still a little upset for the fact that they lost, 
you know what I'm saying, on SmackDown. And, you know, he just still felt bad for the fact that Randy Orton wasn't there. And I'm just like, okay, bro, like, we get it. Nah, like, you you you're talking you're, you're 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 talking from a fan's point of view. I'm talking about like, do you think like do you see him as giving Roman oh, a well, yeah, solid like, match? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I think I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, let's face it, you you need the man for crying out loud, like y'all need not no nah, not just <laughs> that. If you look at like like drama aside, because I know a lot of people on social media don't, are not really a fan of Riddle because of the whole. I'm guessing at one point the speaking out moving all that good stuff. Not good stuff. It's it's bad stuff. But um when I it's like from my point of view, and if I, I got I might piss somebody off. I might not. I don't really care. But uh unless it's affecting me, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit what you do in between your sheets or behind the scenes. Now, if you're a weirdo, yeah, and you go right. after kids or you 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 go after underage people, then we got a yeah, problem. You tripping? Yeah, you tripping for real? Like I will never forgive Redacted Dream for fumbling the bag. Yeah. That man had everybody behind him, and he just had to be a weirdo. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But in Riddle's case. If you want to be, because I don't really give like the more I, I the more I sit here, the more I don't give a shit about behind the scenes as much as a lot of these people do. So it's like if he's cheating or whatever, I'm pretty sure he just got divorced. Put that aside and realize yeah, like, and, and realize like, that this man is growing. Like, and realize <laughs> that this man is realize that this man is growing as far as like what what like what he brings to the table. Like he's growing with the fans. He's he's getting over with the fans, with the with the with with those who are watching. Like even in the crowd, this dude, everybody, even though they're probably chanting RKO, but you can tell that they still care about him. And the company, they're putting this, the rocket behind him. So all you can really do now is like, okay, let's uh, let's see, let's see, let's see what let's see what he let's see what he can do. And if, if, if I'm honest with you, like if I look down at the list, there's really nobody like like they they merge the titles for a reason. So uh-huh. you're going to probably get your Roman Reigns versus Riddle. Probably I could say money in the bank. And then you probably get Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton. Now, that's a match I'm interested in. Yeah, because I, I enjoy I would I would definitely like to see that for sure. So I can see that maybe like SummerSlam. And then probably Roman versus Drew at the UK show. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Don't get me wrong. I like how like when they have the dynamic between Roman and Drew McIntyre. I'd be like, oh okay, like they, it's like yes. I and and you it. may and you may be against this, but if they want to get the WWE title off of Roman because they're still having this man, unless they merge, have him come out and say, here's one title i still look uh-huh. at it as two titles if yeah. they want to get if they want to get the wwe title off of him and put it on maybe randy or riddle and just keep him as the universal that's champion cool. that's okay cool. it's like <laughs> that, that's just how i look at it. i'm like okay i'm cool i'm cool with that I'm cool. <laughs> so hey. uh, but yeah riddle like i could see him like from that promo, like I, it wasn't the perfect promo. Like it, I did space out a few times, 
But from what I saw on Raw, I, I can see him stepping up. Yeah, I can see him stepping up. And then speaking of stepping up, you got the ultimate dick rider, Sami Zayn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's... Oh, man. They left him. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but when I saw that, I was like, bro, <laughs> you know exactly where you stand now. Like, for sure. He was just like, they like, we out. We ain't finna deal with this. Not today. <laughs> hey man, if they want to use Sammy as the as the uh, bloodline scapegoat, so we won't have to keep seeing the Usos getting pinned whenever like, they're in the match with Roman. Like I just I, laugh. I, I don't mind. It's hilarious. It 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 really is. Did you watch any of uh NXT? Um, I watched a little bit of NXT. I did see that the um they had like the women going at it where they're doing like the um oh, it's called women's the, NXT something the breakout tournament. Yeah. So I did like watch a little bit of that, and I'm just like, mm, okay, this is not so bad. I just want to go ahead and see the breakout tournament already. Who gonna win? in that like alone but other than that it's not so bad um i did see like um the segment turf war. when they talked about yeah that the turf war and uh cameron grimes and stuff too so i think it was pretty neat but that i knew that was gonna trip me out for like a little bit i was like oh like so we just gonna have a nice little brawl for now yeah <laughs> like, a nice a nice, a nice mob war uh mafia and all that good mm-hmm. stuff I'm like, all right. <laughs> and you 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 mentioned the breakout tournament. What do you think about uh, the replacement for Nikita Lyons, uh, Tiffany? Stratton? Yeah, Tiffany. Yeah. I, um. Uh, hmm. I don't know right now. I feel like if I will take her more serious if she dropped the daddy's little girl gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say that because when I saw her come out with the outfit, I was like, "All right, uh, is there a way we can like jazz this up?" Like, it's not. It's not even just that. It's like her dialogue is so fucking cringe. Yeah, like let's. Uh, let's daddy, change. daddy yeah, tells me yeah, this. Like, mm. let's change this. You, you, you look. It's like they're trying to build you up as the next Trish Stratus. But the dialogue is not Trish Stratus, right? At all, it's cringy. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like I'm listening to an episode of White Chicks or Legally Blonde. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I was like, yeah, this is a lot. <laughs> not even a lot. It's just terrible. Uh, <laughs> and then speaking of the more women, there it looks like they're building to uh, Wendy Chu as the next challenger mm-hmm. for Mandy Rose. Mm-hmm. What you think about the game? I like her theme song. Her theme song always I do gets too. a pop out of me. So. I really do like her theme song. Um, I do want her to win the belt though. I do. Like, do, you, do you think there's like a ceiling for this type of character? Because like she's like I'm talking about with the whole, the whole sleep mask and yeah, the whole PJs on. Yeah. <laughs> I think eventually, I think she's gonna break out of it eventually. Because I think the, this the, is just a cover up. The person behind it is is talented because she was the the zombie for the longest mm-hmm. with uh Zia Lee when they was in NXT when it was black and gold, and now she's doing this and it and it's she's getting cheered. So it's like. 
I don't really look. I don't really listen to the to social media like that. But it's more so like when I'm I listen to the in 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 ring. I mean, in the arena and the reaction, and she's a vibe with me. So yeah, I like I her. I like her for real. Another thing that annoys me though is like I'm ready for them to get back on the road though. Yeah, that I'm ready would be nice because uh the crowd in attendance. They they have a tendency of trying to hijack the show when it doesn't need to be. And I already know you got some people on social media like, oh, they're not ready for for the role. How do you know? How do you know that? How do you know if they've never Man. been on the role? Like, you can't, like, I hate when people try to box it in. Like, they want new stuff. Like, they want new and they want innovative and they want new characters but then uh-huh. when they when you when the company i know you people just hate wwe because of lol wwe and I, I get it sometimes sometimes it's like lol wwe but it's like i can't i'm, I'm not finna just sit here and just and act like wwe doesn't need help uh-huh. like there's rumors that this or if you believe we're, i don't really i try not to dig into dirt she's and all that stuff because that's not my cup of tea uh-huh. but it's like there's rumors that the brand slip is about the brand split is about to end. So, right. and let's be real, to prevent them from doing that, they need more people, and to get more people, they need to train these people in NXT to like be prepared for the role, be prepared oh, for wow. character changes and all that stuff. You have to train them. Let's just be real. You may not agree with WWE's philosophy and releasing people and all that stuff, but you just gotta be. Let's just call a spade a spade. They need help on Raw and SmackDown because there's only so much of Roman, there's only so much of RK Bro, yep. there's only so much of Usos, there's only yep. so much of all these people that I can stomach before I get bored. There's only so many rematches I can take. It's literally Raw. Yeah. If you watch Raw, it's literally it's rematches. Like the same thing. Yeah, it's literally the same show. It's li- and same on SmackDown. Same literally on SmackDown. The same <laughs> thing. Like they need help, <laughs> and instead of joining the bandwagon of of just bashing them, I'm going to t- I'm going to sit back, find a way, and help them. I'm going to sit back and be like, hey, here's my opinion, let's- and if they listen to my opinion, cool. If they don't, whatever. But it's like, yo, let's just not let's let's not let's not kid ourselves and just be like, oh, is is NXT 2.0? This is the worst <laughs> product on TV. Like, bro, have you seen? I've seen worse. Trust me. <laughs> right. I've set I've set through 2009, 2010 Ooh, Raw and SmackDown, <laughs> and it got to, it was so it was so bad that I blacked it out of my of my, my oh, memory. So man. whenever I see some like flashbacks to the, that year, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, it. that did happen," <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, "Oh," I and then through- me, I'm like, "Oh dang, yeah, I do remember that now." <laughs> And then it'll be dawned on me until I'm like, whoa. Like, I black, and I watched I'm, it. <laughs> I'm like, I, I sat, actually sat there and watched through that. I actually told someone that I was a wrestling fan no. watching this shit. It's like, wait. <laughs> it's like I was sitting there. I'm like, I actually told someone that I'm a wrestling fan watching this shit. Like, oh, okay. 2010, 2000 and, uh, 2011. I think yeah, once like, 2011, mid-2011, spring 2011 hit, that's when it started getting interesting. And then... It it really got interesting when Brock yeah, like came back. So that's why I'm like, okay, this is interesting now. But 2009, 2010? <laughs> <boy>. Nope. Nope. <laughs> like, they have a few gems. It. It's a few <laughs> gems in there. 
I still laugh to this day. I'm still laughing to this day that my first legally purchased pay-per-view for WWE was WrestleMania 27. And that shit was buns. <laughs> I think so. When my granddad was living at the time, he literally like had pay-per-view. So we didn't have no worries on if like, okay, like how are we gonna watch this? Go straight to our granddaddy house. Like, no big deal. <laughs> And he'll be down for watching it too. He'd be like, Yeah, sure, why not? And <laughs> Y'all then, ain't gotta pay for it. <laughs> and then let them let them let 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 them sit down and try to and don't let them be <laughs> casual. Don't let them be casual. You be trying they be like, uh, uh can you explain to me? I I can't tell you. Nah, they don't do that. Like not on my I think on, I wanna say it's only like a few people on my dad's side that still like enjoy wrestling but on my mom's side oh yeah they are fine with it like they will tap in every now and then but then it what gets me is like is like the new characters like we just be like look if you ask us number one we're not gonna tell you go do your homework no i ain't gonna do all that i'll be like especially me i'm not gonna tell you nothing I'm nah, just gonna be like, get the, out. The thing is, what I would do, I wouldn't even tell nobody to get out because, hey, more, more people watch it with me than Maria. Well, yeah. But, uh, it's like more so with me. I'll probably like, I would tell them straight. I'm like, yeah, that, that person's boring. Wait till this person. Oh I, yeah. Like, like if it's somebody born, too. if it's somebody oh, born right in front of me, I'll be like, I'm okay. Like, yeah, this one sucks. I'll be like, don't worry <laughs> about this one. But I will. I'll tell you about who is coming up, and then I'll tell you. I'm like, okay, I'll tell you about your Romans. I'll tell you about your your Hangman pages. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about your your Miros. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about all these people that are interesting to me. But anybody that is bun cheeks, like <laughs> deep deep fried, over overcooked. Oh, then I'm like, I'm gonna let you know right now. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know right now. This is this is not for you. This is this is not. Oh man, this is this is, this is not it. Uh, but did you catch uh AEW this week? No, I did not catch AEW because I was working. Hey, it's all good. I got you covered <laughs> on the results, so you can you can catch it right now. You can catch Ooh. it. You can catch it right now. It was it was Red actually double or nothing, but yeah, <laughs> it was it was actually a pretty solid show. Like I I it was, was it perfect? No, no, no. <laughs> but it was actually pretty. It was actually pretty solid. Uh, they started off the show with uh st- the steel cage match between Wardlow and the chairman Sean Spears. MJF was the special guest referee, and MJF for some reason. Decided to embrace his inner Shawn Michaels hmm. with his attire. And if you don't know what I mean, but if you go back to the late, before Shawn Michaels became a born-again Christian, he, whenever he guest referee, he wore booty shorts. Yes. <laughs> so MJF, for whatever reason, decided to wear booty shorts of his own. He said he, he came to pay tribute. Nah. Uh, and I'm like, uh, he was paying homage. He was paying homage, and I'm like, dude, never do that again. Never, 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 never. Hey, speaking of booty shorts, did you see that thing? I don't know if you saw this on Instagram or not. They talking about like the hoochie daddy. <laughs> oh, the hoochie daddy shorts. Hey, I got I some on like... right now. What you talking about? <laughs> what? Hey, it's hoochie daddy season. Like, wait. 
it's hoochie daddy season now come on now don't i was like oh snap i said y'all done started something coming out like it's hoochie daddy season now come on now hey oh man i hollered i was like yo hey i'm like who started the era first like let's do that the eighties, the seventies. It's been it's been out for it's been it's out been for a decades. while. <laughs> if anybody anybody else who tells you years. anybody who tells you different are lying to themselves. It's oh, it's been out like anybody who tries to tell you that anything is new, it's not. It ain't new. It's rehashed. Let's mm-hmm. be real. No, no, no. But uh, the stipulation of this match is if Wardlow wins per contract stipulations, he earns his match against MJF this Sunday at Double or Nothing. It pretty much gave it away that they put the graphic up for it i'm like y'all not finna go all the way go through all this creating this match graphic just for match is not gonna gonna happen it's gonna happen but warlow was obviously escorted out to the ring in handcuffs by aew security detail most of them were members of the dpw roster obviously uh mjf couldn't find the handcuff keys to unlock warlow so sean spears jumped the shackled warlow uh jim ross was mumbling as always with his it's a stack that warlow is still handcuffed Wardlow pushed Spears back with a kick, but MJF gouged Wardlow's eyes. They doubled shoulder blocked Wardlow, shoving him face first into the steel cage. MJF spat at Wardlow, and then Wardlow broke the handcuffs off. So basically, he broke off the party seated handcuffs. Uh, Sean Spears tried to escape the cage, but Wardlow scaled the fence and shoved Spears down. Wardlow followed up with a senton from the top, but he looked like he barely got this man. Like, it looked like his if he would have leaped a little bit more he would have landed face back first that's how that's how much of hops that warlow has Mm, so mjf begged so basically he went for a pin but mjf did not even pin at all so mjf begged warlow to hit him because he knew if warlow touched mjf their match double or nothing would be called off mjf hit warlow with a low blow from behind so basically this was a two-on-one handicap match and it was at this point I realized that the steel cage was basically useless. Because <laughs> I'm like, to, to me, I feel like steel cage matches are feud enders and not so much as like something you just say, hey, here's the peak of the feud. <laughs> but uh, obviously they did a uh, double team. MJF hit a low blow from behind and Spears planted Warlow with a C4. MJF tried to fast count on Warlow, but Warlow still kicked out. Spears walked out of the cage to retrieve a steel chair. Spears tried to hit Warlow with the chair, but Warlow ducked and Spears accidentally smashed Spears, I mean, MJF with the chair. Hmm. Warlow began conducting the Powerbomb Symphony on Sean Spears. Bryce Rimsburg then ran to the ring to take over for an unconscious MJF and Warlow Powerbomb Spears on a steel chair and then pinned him. Here's my only critique. I thought for some reason, I thought they were going to recreate. You remember back in the Attitude Era where it was Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon? And it was at one point, Vince McMahon was like the special referee. Yes. And and I think Mick Foley knocked him out accidentally. And Stone Cold used Vince's hand to count the pin. I thought they were going to do that. But they didn't do it, obviously. But I was like, that was was a small little like, eh, why you didn't do that? But it didn't, I didn't lose any sleep over it i still enjoyed the match but i still feel like one the steel cage wasn't needed they could have just did a no dq match with mjf as the referee 
And two, I feel like that was a missed opportunity with the recreating of it. But other than that, it was a fun, it was a fun opener for Dynamite. One thing I would say we'll get to, I'll probably get my opinion on what on the finish of this match between MJF and Warlow at when we get to our preview and predictions bit. Okay. Next up, we get the AEW World Champion Hangman Adam Page and CM Punk face to face before their match this this coming Sunday at Double or Nothing. Tony Schiavone was in the ring to interview the champion and the challenger. Both men. It was a it was a highly intense situation. CM Punk said, "I think it's safe to say that the biggest moment of my career happened right here in Las Vegas." I'm guessing he's mentioning the pipe bomb from WWE back in hmm. 2011. I am grateful to be in the position I am in. I love all of you fans across the world, and I plan to walk into Double or Nothing on Sunday as challenger and very respectfully walk out as walking out as the champion. Hangman Page then ex- responded and said, I said exactly what I was going to do to you, CM Punk, and did I stutter? There is nothing that you can do to me to take this championship away from me. Hmm. Punk then responded, I'm not exactly sure why you seem to be taking this so personally. You're possibly the toughest SOB on this roster and you hold the goal for a reason. This is just business. To me, it's my title shot. This is not personal. Hangman then responded and said, I said there, I said three weeks ago exactly what I was going to do to you. I said I was going to destroy you, annihilate you, embarrass you. And I did not mean at double or nothing. I meant right now. See, I've been waiting for the moment, not for weeks, but for months. Now that we're here in this moment, I realize I can't do it. Not because I'm afraid I get fired. Not because I'm afraid of you. But the more I thought about what I wanted to say to you, I realized it's exactly what you would do. And I just don't think it's the right thing to do. I don't hate you. I almost pity you. And I have no respect for what you've done since the since you've gotten here. I don't think you get what it means to be champion. And those small, quiet moments when no one is watching... That's what makes a champion. You talk about great workers. You've shown the exact opposite since you've gotten here. I will be defending all elite wrestling from you. That man said that with his chest. CM Punk said, like I said, I don't don't know why you're taking this personally. You're kind of talking in circles and it's a big riddle. And if you're so upset that I'm here, you have to do something about it on Sunday. Those roads you traveled to get here, remember, they were paved by me. This house that you built, it was constructed with lumber from trees that I chopped down. I gave you the blueprint. You will shake my hand Sunday. In fact, you'll shake my hand right now. All your misplaced anger, you're mad at yourself. Punk urged Paige to shake his hand, then nudged him, like did a little shove, and then Paige hit him with a forearm to the mat with a stiff shot and... That was your final encounter between champion and challenger before Sunday. Now, to give my analysis on this, I feel like CM Punk is playing is is a heel portraying a babyface. Mm. Okay. The reason why, the reason why I say this is because if you go back in history, you know how people like to say long term story booking or whatever. Yes. CM Punk, they want to say he's an asshole. Andy Kingston, he's not a liar. He's an asshole. The person who, MJF, he said he's an asshole. I see them like, this is CM Punk saying, hey, I'm an asshole. 
Because if you look at his track record of ever being a world champion and everything, I think I saw this on Twitter somewhere. I can't remember the exact username that said it, but credit to them. And he said, when CM Punk was the Ring of Honor world champion, he went against the company. Uh-huh. When CM Punk became the WWE champion, he went against the company. Uh-huh. So basically what Hangman Adam Page is saying, hey, I'm trying to keep him from going against this company that we've built. So in order for me to keep him from doing that, he cannot be world champion. Uh-huh. Okay. That's the story that just sold me for this match. I'm sorry. If you did not like... You don't like a lot of innuendos. Yeah, they're not... And that's one thing that's my only gripe with AEW is like they don't really tell you right out. You have to figure it out yourself. Tell me. <laughs> treat, treat, treat me you like I'm a tell me. Treat me like I'm a casual. Keep, treat me like I'm a casual. Like, tell me, don't keep me in the dark. <laughs> like, tell me what, 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 what am I supposed to be reading from this? This is not telling me anything. You're just talking. Tell me, I don't understand this. Re- treat, treat me like I'm. Tell me like I'm in the fourth grade. <laughs> That's how I feel. Like, tell me. Like, tell okay, me. this is what going. This is what's going to happen. <laughs> like, like, t- t- like, if you don't tell me, I'm gonna be like, uh, so. Yeah, I, I will say one thing. Like, that's one thing about me. I don't like being left in the dark. Like, especially, I don't like being left casual. in suspense. Just <laughs> up and say it, like, because <laughs> it's like, do you know what I have to do? If I'm left in suspense, do you know how much preparation I have to do? Like, just let's just say it now. You know how you know how little I'm. You know how I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all have to understand this. I am always when I watch wrestling now. I am oh, under the gosh. influence of something. <laughs> so if I don't get it, I'm initially I'm gonna be like, what? Well, that's it. I'm like so. What's, what what is this you talking about? What what, what, what what because my brain is already halfway checked out if it's not entertaining. It's like this is it. I'm like tell here. me, tell me what's up. Like what what, what? like yeah, it started. <laughs> like when you know when you feel it, you're just like, ah yeah, it's kicking in. I'd be like, hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. Like cool. this is it. <laughs> I know like, where this is going. <laughs> like, all right. I'm about to I done zoned out. What are you talking about? Oh man. <laughs> man, what? I can't tell you how many moments I done had with that. You be like, what? No, I just look at you and be looking blank. <laughs> like you good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what's going on? I have no idea. <laughs> no, 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 I don't, no, I don't. And be so honest about it too. Just <laughs> be so confused. I would never say I do know what's going on. I won't even pretend. That's just not who I am. <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh man! Right, just, I, don't, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> some reason, some and, and moving on in the back, J- Chris Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society attacked the brother 
or the fireball. I say you would do that with a brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, bitch ass nigga. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, we got uh, the Blackpool Comeback Clubs, William Regal and the Jericho Appreciation Appreciation Society leader, the Wizard. Why does this man call himself the Wizard? The Wizard, Chris Jericho. They were on commentary for this next match, which was. John Moxley and the Mad King Eddie Kingston versus oh my God is that Private Party? <laughs> so basically, I name it that. you said what now? <laughs> I said well, I had to name it that. <laughs> no, nah, it's a Private Party. Yeah, I know. That's basically it's not being it's, negative. <laughs> it's just basically that's basically what it is. Uh, so basically, the ending any of the match it was basically a, a, a glorified job match because figures the private party for some reason they are they've been knocked down they're 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 so talented in the ring but they've been knocked down the totem pole to the point where i'm like Mm -hmm. okay uh so basically quinn connected with a shooting star press on moxley but moxley kicked out cassidy tagged in and private party was searching for a silly string but moxley and kingston neutralized private party Moxley then used hammer and anvil elbows on cassidy while moxley followed up with the paradigm shift and pinned cassidy while giving Jericho and his crew the middle finger. He said, one, two, three, yeah, bitch. The Jericho Appreciation Society then sprinted down the ring to attack Kingston and Moxley. Brian Danielson and Santana and Ortiz quickly followed to even up the odds. All hell broke loose ahead of, I'm guessing they're going to wrestle on this Sunday's double or nothing in an anarchy in the arena match. Whatever the fuck that means. Uh, that's going to be a match. Uh, I could tell you one thing. Chris Jericho is going to suffer for this, said William Regal as the they moved on from this match. And then the next match that happened, I, I'm just, I'm not going to even lie to you. I, I, did, I, I didn't care. Uh, it was the <laughs> Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship match. It was the ROH Tag Team Champs, FTR, Dax Hartwood, and Cash Wheeler versus Ropungi Vice of Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero. Okay, this match ended basically via a double disqualification, I believe, because they were uh, Rapungi Vice were looking for the strong zero, but Dax rolled up Trent for a near fall. Trent came back with a victory roll on Dax, but Dax kicked out. Rapungi Vice finally connected with the strong zero, but Jeff Cobb and the great Okan um, from New Japan stormed the ring and attacked FTR and Rapungi Vice. Cobb gave Rocky a nasty tour of the islands. And the match in it in a disqualification. So for those of you who forgot, they're building, they're already starting to build for the Forbidden Door pay-per-view between it's just a joint event between New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW. Hmm. And I'm guessing Jeff Cobb and the great Okun storm to the ring. Uh, they're representing the United Empire. And I am going to Say this with all due respect. <laughs> what the fuck is a United Empire? <laughs> <laughs> and why should I care? <laughs> oh, man. When they said that, I was like, huh? Okay. <laughs> They're coming after the Always Tag Team Championships, I guess? <laughs> cool. Like, so, this what we doing? (laughs) 
Like, uh, moving on. That's literally how it was. I'm like, okay, anyway. Uh, then we had the triple threat match. It was the superstar in absolute Ricky Starks versus the iciest individual I've ever seen wrestle, Swerve Strickland versus the Georgia the Jungle cosplayer, Jungle Jack Perry. <laughs> I don't I know why I keep getting him and Jungle Boy confused. They're the same people. They're Jungle Boy. Oh, yeah, I, see. I just call him Jungle. Time. I just I, I just call him Jungle. I just call him Jungle Jack because that's what uh, <laughs> that's what Jr. calls him for some reason. Oh God! Jungle Jack Perry. Jungle Jack Perry. So um, yeah, this match was actually. It was actually it it was it was fun. I don't, if I would tell you to check out a match that you haven't checked out, I would say check out this one in particular. The winner of the match was obviously Swerve Strickland with the Swerve Stomp, but it was something that Ricky said during the <laughs> during when they was going to commercial break. I think he had hit a move or he was going for a move, and he I guess he didn't want to hit swerve legitimately because that would have like hurt his face. But for some reason, a fan tried to, I guess, correct him or something. And Ricky was having none of it at all. And I just bust out laughing. <laughs> I believe he said something like this. Hold on one second. Let me make sure no nothing else is playing in the background. Here we go. 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 He said the upper hand in this three-way match that will continue in picture in picture. In this three-way match that will continue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. He was not having none of that. Like I see that. So now everybody knowing going forward, do not He is piss like off. having the day, ain't he? Do like not piss, nah, do, nah, I agree with that. I agree with him saying that. Because it's like <laughs> for some reason these fans don't got to got in the habit of Yeah, they saying, got out of hand. Like No, nah, they get in the habit of just saying shit. Just to think, oh, ain't nobody been saying that. He's like, bro, yeah. oh, you missed. Oh, your daddy, oh, your yeah. daddy should have okay. missed when he came. Mm, like, don't play. So he, said, he basically said, your daddy should have pulled out. Mm, or your mama should have like, out. dang, yo. <laughs> he was like, I got you too. <laughs> don't play with me. <laughs> I bet that dude was sitting there looking like this. He was like, he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he was trying. He was. He had to. I'm pretty sure he, he said something. Was his, not playing with him. Like, I'm pretty mm. sure he said something under his breath that he was like, that, like that, yeah. that, that, "That's why you suck." Like, you <laughs> think this was a joke? <laughs> you think this is a game? You think I'm playing with you, son? I'm like, man, some of these fans, they just don't know. Like. Like y'all, you know they they bold until they get they get they bold until they get punched in the mouth. Uh -huh. and a lot of these people and a lot of these people keep forgetting they've never they haven't been punched in the mouth before or they haven't been punched in the mouth yet, and they need to. 
Next up, we get Tony Schiavone. He was on the ramp to interview AEW Women's World Champion Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa was responding to what went down last week. Tony, I want you to see my face. This is the real me. This is the face of someone who has worked and earned everything she has that has never complained. And Serena Deeb, you are no champion. <laughs> Serena, you complained. You're a, you're a little petty about this. You blame your past on others. But maybe you should look in the mirror and blame yourself. On Sunday, you're not going to see this face. On Sunday, the war paint comes on. Sun On Sunday, I will teach you a lesson of respect for disrespecting Tony, my mentor Dustin, all of the fans, and especially the AEW Women's World Champion. I will hunt you forever. Mm. I'm not really a fan of how they've been building this Women's World title feud, but I already know the match is going to bang. You got two veterans in there that's going to knock it out of the park. Whatever they do, I'm, not, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be. In, I'm going to enjoy. Then the first match of the Owens Hart Women's Tournament. I guess the. I guess this is a semifinal. Tony Storm versus Dr. Britt Baker. DMD. This was a. This was a decent match. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie and tell you I was paying attention because because around this around the time, it's like it was 9:45 or 9:35 ish. Around that time, my medicine kicks in and into high gear, and I zone out a lot of times. If it's not an interesting or like it, it was, it was, a, it was a decent match. I'm not saying it was terrible, but it was a decent match. The end of basically came when Jamie Hader came down to the ring. Baker used the twisting net breaker on Stone for a two count. Baker tried to tried to rip the ripcord lariat, but Tony ducked her head under to avoid it. Tony Storm hit Hader off the hit Hader off the ring apron. Britt grabbed the ropes and used them to pin Tony Storm. And Britt Baker advances to the finals, and I and I can already tell you, social media lost their mind because I'm guessing a lot of people are over the Britt Baker always cheating to win gimmick. I mean, what do you expect? It's just another LOL Britt Baker match. Ha, <laughs> 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 And then we get the main event evening. It's the Ring of Honor World Television Champion Samoa Joe versus Red Dragons uh, Kyle O'Reilly in the Owen Hart men's semifinal. Uh, you got... <laughs> I actually enjoyed this one. It was basically Samoa Joe saying, hey, bitch, you better have my money. <laughs> Poor <to> Rihanna. <laughs> That's literally what he was like. He, he was like, uh, I'm about to fuck you up. That's basically Yeah, it. hey, and co- congratulations to Rihanna too. Got a little baby boy. Congrats, congrats. Sorry, I just had to throw that out. Oh, there. she has a kid? Oh, she, she got a little that, boy. That lets you know how checked out I am on people's lives. I'm like, oh, she got a kid? She okay. had a little boy, yeah. <laughs> so basically, Samoa Joe defeated Kyle O'Reilly via submission or via the rear naked choke. And Kyle, I guess he was trying to use his, uh, previously injured arm but joe caught, forced him to pass out it was a solid ma- it was a solid main event it was like both men like i, I know a lot of people don't, aren't really a, a fan of kyle o'reilly's uh style of wrestling i actually enjoy it he's he's he wrestled all over the world for a reason he's not some slouch that that's just getting by he's actually pretty solid when he's given the material Samoa joe wins and he'll take on adam cole on sunday in the finals of the Owen Hart men's, I guess it was it the Owen Hart Cup. 
I best support the coast. So obviously, I asked to end the show. Adam Cole Bebe walked onto the ramp and had a stare down with Samoa Joe to end the broadcast. Rampage will be at six thirty on Friday live. So I'm I'm off Friday, so I have nothing to do. So I'll probably check it out. And if it's if it's terrible, we'll t- we'll talk about it next week. If it's if it's no, if it's good, we'll talk about it next week. If it's terrible, we're going to ignore it. I'm going to act like it never happened. <laughs> but uh, that was AEW Dynamite. Like I said, it, was, it wasn't it was like the greatest go home because I feel like they're building to... I feel like they're, I feel like the double or nothing... It, it's a solid... It's a, it's a fun match card on paper. But it felt like the build wasn't like top notch because they're building two pay-per-views at the same time. They're falling into that WWE trap of building two shows at the same time and you're going to cross over like you they're they're feeling start building to forbidden door which is in i believe is it when is it is it june july uh i know it's sometime in the summer yeah it's sometime doing it but yeah whenever whenever forbidden door happens that's when they're going to uh they're building to the at the exact same time <laughs> All right, but before we move on to our double nothing and um, previewing predictions, and we get up out of here, got to give our condolences to the family, fans, and friends of what's what's his name? Ray good, Liotta. Good, fo- good fella. Good fellas. Uh-huh. Ray Liotta. Ray yeah, Liotta. He, he passed away actually today during his sleep in his sleep uh-huh. while filming. The new movie Dangerous Waters. He was six or seven years old at the time of his death. Uh, condolences to to his fans, friends, family. If y'all don't know who that is, y'all sleeping. <laughs> no, if y'all know who that is, y'all young. Something is up. <laughs> no, they don't know who that is. They young. That's pretty much. That's all I did. I give them that excuse. Young most and of, naive. <laughs> no, nah, most of these people. Most of these people don't know who, the, who most of these people are. Most of these people, for some reason, don't know what LimeWire is. So. Yes. <laughs> no, tell- look, I'm not even gonna get into that. <laughs> we're telling our age, obviously, but <laughs> oh man, if you never took no CD, had to, you know what? <laughs> we you know ain't what gonna saying? do this. <laughs> we are not gonna do this. <laughs> but that man has a career that's dating all the way back to the '80s, so he's been he's been at it for a minute. Hmm. He he was doing a lot of shows. Like I remember seeing him on Disney Channel at some point. He was everywhere. This man was everywhere. Literally, he was getting bread. He was on Disney Channel. He was on Nickelodeon. He was on shoot. Where else was he on? Like I'm looking at his film, his 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 filmography right now, and I'm like, this dude has done literally everything. But condolences again, and rest in peace to Ray Liotta. Let's move on to the AEW Double or Nothing preview and predictions. I'm going to pull up the match card right now. And by looking at this match card, this is going to be a long-ass show. <laughs> it is. Like, when I looked at that flyer, I was like, yeah, this is going to be long. <laughs> this is going to be a, a long-ass <laughs> So on the pre-show or the kickoff, whatever you want to call it, you got Hookhausen, Hook and Danhausen versus Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling in the tag team match. I'm going with Hookhausen. Who you got? I just want to watch it. 
<laughs> a thousand it is two for two <laughs> uh, then we got then we, for the for the main card we have for the AEW TBS Women's Championship you have Jade Cargill with Kira Hogan and Red Velvet aka Team Baddies or Baddies I'm going with Jade on this versus one. Anna J in a random match that could have been saved for Rampage but here we are I'm going with Jade obviously uh, Jade Two for two for Jade. Two for two for Jade. Uh, matter of fact, let me go ahead and write down these preview and predictions so we can actually keep track because we try to live tweet on Twitter whenever we get our, our, our predictions correct. So for the kickoff, you we both said Hookhausen. You know what would be cool? Like, we start a poll. Like, you know how they be doing a little Twitter poll or how they do on Instagram where you take the little picture and be like, oh, who you got? And then they put, like, the little poll up with the percentages. That'll be neat. Like, who you got? Like, on Twitter. Like, you got this one or you got this one? Like, I'll, probably, I'll probably do that in the future. I just got to remember. Uh, Jay Cargill, we one for one on that one. Okay. Uh, the next match, we have the House of Black Malachi Black and Buddy Murphy. Oh, I'm saying Buddy Murphy like he's still in WWE. Malachi Black and Buddy Matthews <laughs> and, and Brody King versus Death Triangle. Pac, Penta Escuro, and Ray Phoenix with Alex Abrahenta. I got Black. Six-man tag team. You going with Black, House of Black? I'm going with House of Black. <laughs> My question is, whatever happened to Julia Hart? Wasn't she supposed to turn? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I'm glad I was not the only one that noticed that. I was like, wait a minute. What What, what are we doing with her? Like, what? what's going on here? But the, but, but the moment we called it on Twitter, oh, you got to be patient. They've been doing this shit forever. Oh, I don't want to be patient. He's, he's, <laughs> Malachi Black squirted in Julia Hart's face months ago. I don't want to be patient. <laughs> no, no. The problem is I don't mind being patient, but don't take too long to the point where I don't care anymore. I'm getting to that point where I don't even care for <laughs> So when it does when it does happen, I'm be like, eh, okay, whatever, moving on. Because the moment that you teased her to turn, the crowd pop because they thought like, oh, it's about to happen, and then you didn't do it. And now we ain't seen her on TV since. So I'm like, if she doesn't do something on this pay per view, I, don't, I won't. You don't. Act, I won't ask no more. I won't ask no more. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So we both chose House of Black. One and one. Next up, we have the, I'm guessing it's a dream match for some people. I've seen it already, but the Hardys, Matt and Jeff versus the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson in a tag team match. Who are you going for? Don't get me wrong. I love the Hardys. I love them to death. I do. But I do want to see the other team, like, win pretty much in this one. Um, I just wanted to be solid. That's all I really asked for. I, I do want to be a nice, good, solid match, like, between the two. So but you're going I, with the Young Bucks? Going, yeah. And I'm I, going with I, the Hardys. I want to see. Like, I just, just, I just sense them putting the whole nostalgia thing. I just sense them putting, putting the Hardys over. But I wouldn't mind seeing the Young Bucks win because uh-huh. yeah, it's a it's, it'll be it'll probably be just a another Young Buck match. Uh-huh. Next up, we got the Jericho Appreciation Society: Chris Jericho, Matt Menard, and Angelo Parker, Daniel Garcia, and Jake Hager 
versus Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz, and the Black Black Bull <laughs> Combat Club in an Anarchy in the Arena match. Eddie basically, it's basically going. it's basically a tornado style match with weapons everywhere. Eddie Kingston. So you're going with the Blackpool Comeback Club and, and company. We both going with this, but I just see them doing some shenanigans with the Jericho Appreciation Society. So we're going to say the BCC, not the BBC, Buff Bagwell, who said BBC for some reason, but it's BCC. <laughs> BCC, Blackpool Comeback Club, not Black, Big Black. Yeah, let's we, move we on. yeah. Let's, let's, <laughs> we ain't let, gonna get into that. <laughs> let, 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 let's move on. Let's move on. Next up, we have MJF versus Wardlow. Where if MJF wins, Wardlow cannot. No, scratch this. If Wardlow wins, he will be granted his release from his contract with MJF. Basically, he's free to do whatever he wants. If MJF wins, Wardlow will be permanently banned from signing with AEW in kayfabe. He's actually signed to the company, but in storyline. He won't be able to be signed. Now, before you give your prediction, uh-huh. there, they, there's MJF is still arguably the biggest heel in AEW, and he's going to eventually be the world champion. I feel like the only way that they can save face without him losing another pay per view back to back is for this to go to a knockout finish. Hmm. And what I mean by knockout finish, I haven't seen a ring break in quite some time. Like I remember, I remember back in the Attitude Era, where Big Show, Undertaker, and all these people would choke slam people through the ring. Yes, that would be I'm, nice. To for see some reason, ball. I was, I was, I wouldn't mind seeing Wardlow powerbomb MJF through the ring to cause a referee stoppage. That way, it can keep MJF strong and not have suffer another loss, like a pinfall loss or a submission loss. Mm-hmm. And he, he can keep him strong to possibly challenge for the world title. And it can also keep Wardlow stronger, obviously, as a dominant force. Like, hey, I destroyed this man to get out of my contract. What makes you think? What do you think I'm going to do to you? Right. Like, I think that'll be pretty awesome, though, just to see. But yeah, about the rain break. Yes. Like, I'm off. That's all. It. If it's not a if not a rain break, they can go the TNA route. Like if they do that, uh, that ramp to the ring again. They can have Warlow powerbomb MJF through the ramp. Through the ramp. Yeah, I, yeah, I just want to see Warlow. Die. I just want to see MJF die, basically. <laughs> like I'm just ready for it. Like bring it. Like, that's all I ask. <laughs> so you going with Warlow in this one too? Yeah, I will go with him on this one. Yeah, like I got, I got to see it. <laughs> The next match is the finals of the Women's Owen Hart Cup Tournament. It'll be Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus the winner of the Ruby Soho and Chris Statlander match on Rampage on Friday. I saw this match live when it was in Atlanta. I actually enjoyed it probably more than the other matches outside of the CM Punk versus Lee Moriarty match. If this is the new version of Chris Statlander, because I believe they're dropping the whole alien gimmick, and she's just going to be a badass from New York, I can see them putting the win on Ruby for some reason. Yeah, I want Ruby Soho to win this one, to be honest. 
I wouldn't mind seeing her win anyway, but yeah. The only way I can see them, if if they they put, if if Ruby Soho wins on Rampage and they put the the title, I mean, and they put Britt Baker versus Ruby in the finals, the only way I can see this making sense is Ruby gets her win back from when she lost to Britt back at, um, back when they was in that stadium. Uh Uh That, that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It does. It's 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 actually yeah, it's actually perfect. That makes a lot of sense. So we both going with Ruby Soho. I'm not knocking it. Mm-hmm. I'll go right. with Ruby. And next up, we have for the men's final of the Owen Hart Cup is Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. Who do you got? Cole. I, I I I can I can see why I can see why. You yeah. I way, if I see if Cole wins, I see them putting the t- the thing on Brit and doing it like a whole power couple bullshit. But either way, I hope Samoa Joe wins. <laughs> I, I I just want Samoa. I, I, I want Samoa Joe. To, I just want Samoa Joe to win them all. <laughs> I'm just like, let's try if Cole can beat him. Let's see. That's so funny. Yeah, I just want Samoa Joe, period. The end. I want nobody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've made my decision. <laughs> Next up, we have Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with Christian Cage versus Team Taz, Ricky Starks, and Powerhouse Hobbs with Taz versus Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland in a three-way tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. If that triple threat match on Dynamite was any indication, this match is going to steal the show. Who do you have winning this one? Team Taz, the Jurassic Jungle Boy Express, whatever the fuck their name is, or Swerve in Our Glory being Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland? I'll go with Swerve Strickland. So Swerve in Our Glory? Yeah. If it's like I'm tied between Swerve in our glory and Team Taz, and Team Taz, I want Ricky to to win it all because he the way he handled that fan. I'm like, bro, put all the titles on him. But I'm gonna have to go with you on this one, Swerve and Keith Lee for the dub. So Swerve in our glory is our, both of our prediction. Yeah. Then the last two matches for our preview and predictions is Thunder Rosa defending the Women's World Championship versus Serena Deeb. Who do you got going for this one? I got Thunder Rosa. Oh, you got Thunder Rosa? Yeah. You got Serena? Yeah. It'll be shocking if she wins. Like, that's all. Like, yeah, like, I'll try it. Like, yeah. You just just throwing it out there. You like, uh, let's just. Throw it for a loop and just say, "Hey, let's just put Serena out there, <laughs> so she won't, so she won't feel underappreciated or disrespected." <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and then in the main event of the evening, more than likely, it is Hangman Adam Page defending the AEW World Heavyweight Championship against CM Punk. After that promo, who do you think uh, going away with the dub on this one? I got I the Hangman. Want, I got the Hangman. Yeah. I got the hangman. Got the hangman out of page. I got the hangman. It would be funny if 
Both of us are wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> we just like <laughs> like oh, okay. I'll be like, why did I watch this again? <laughs> it's gonna be a long show, and I'm like, when I looked at this, I said, you know what? I'm making an executive decision right now. We are not reviewing this show. Like, we'll talk about we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it on the next episode of the Christian Leach podcast because this show is gonna be long because <laughs> they suck at time at, at keeping time. They suck at doing a three hour. Pay- Can y'all just do a three hour pay per view at least once? I just want a three hour pay per view. I understand y'all do rare pay per views, but I just y'all gotta understand, and especially if it's on a Sunday. If it's on a Sunday, can y'all make it shorter? But if it's on a Saturday, I don't care how long y'all go because I ain't got to go to work the next day. But still, it's a Sunday pay per view. More than likely going to end at more than likely going to end on Monday morning at midnight. Mm-hmm. And I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm already gonna be tired because the wedding at four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Boy, yeah, yeah, we probably four o'clock not gonna in the it. evening. We're not gonna review this show. But that was your preview and predictions for AEW Double or Nothing 2022. I'm actually intrigued and probably. Four matches out of 11. (sighs) And that is the House of Black, the Joe Cole match, the Triple Threat match. I guess you could say the the Anarchy match as well as the main event. That's about it. I'm down for it. Let's just just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we pretty much we pretty much covered the the top three trending topics at the top of the podcast with our our thoughts and opinions on everything that's going on in the world. And uh, with that being said, you guys, it's about that time. We, we're, we're running out of time. Uh, if you if you are new around here, make sure you follow us on social media. You follow me at Josh Gresham RG. You can follow her on Twitter at Swella the Bandit Three or at what what is your at on IG again? See now I gotta pull out my phone. Like <laughs> that's your fault for not having the same ad. Like I was smart about it. My, I wasn't my trying links to get hacked. Like I was like, nah. Like, all my links know. are the same. That all my links. Are, all my links are they they remain the same. <laughs> it is River Bandit forty five underscore. So if y'all trying to learn how to spell that, it's R I B E L L E and then Bandit and then forty five and underscore so yeah y'all can check us out and also um if y'all have any friends from guyana it is guyana independence day so shout outs to them also i got more good news too if you're ever trying to um travel to trinidad and tobago they finally said that you don't have to have a vaccination card anymore you just have to make sure you come with a negative covid test 48 hours before you enter into their country, which is cool. So, yeah. But, um, yeah. That lets you know I'm so checked out. One day. So, I'm just like, yes, finally. That lets you know I'm so checked out because I was like, did she just say taco? No. <laughs> I want to say, I want some tacos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yes, other than that, um, y'all make sure y'all have a good day tomorrow and any other day. Um. Be stay safe. safe out there, please. Please, hug your kids extra tight. Hug your your loved ones extra tight because seeing seeing whatever's going, what's still going on in the world, and stuff that's not even being reported yet, is heartbreaking. And um, 
Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of your surroundings and thoughts and, and I'm just telling you this right now. You can say your thoughts and prayers and your condolences, but that's not enough. We need more. We need more change. We need more in society. We need more everything going on. And with that being said, we'll more than likely be back next Thursday, 9 p.m. I'm off again. So whenever I'm whenever we're not live, it's because I'm at work or she's at work or we're both at work because this podcast isn't our full time job yet. We're working on it. But until then, we will try our best to bring you all the, the most entertaining thing in the world possible, whether it's about wrestling or in real life. And with that being said, you got to stay safe out here in these streets. And as we always say, remember to always eat, sleep, flex, and repeat. We out. Be breezy.